Welcome to the 10th episode of DIY The Crafting Podcast, a bi-weekly show that features Winnipeg crafters and explores their work, their process, and why they chose to DIY. I'm your host, Sydney Small, and today's guest is Marcus from Super Book Folds. He creates logos and designs using folded books, and we're super excited to chat with him today. So welcome, Marcus. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How good? are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm happy to have you here today. Um, I guess we have lots of questions to get through, so we'll just get right into it. Pretty basic, but like, how did you get into making? When did you start? Uh, I started uh, in summer of 2016. Uh, my then uh, girlfriend uh, was looking around Pinterest and found a uh, instructions for a folded book uh, design that she wanted to make for someone's wedding. And uh, during that same time, she found some instructions for a Superman logo. And uh, so we found a book that had the right number of pages, and I started making that, and it took about a month. So that first book fold uh, took me a while. Um, I was working on and off uh, for that. And then after that, I wanted to find ways to make my own designs, and so I found a website that would be able to input uh, silhouettes of designs, that, uh, and then you just put in the number of pages that you have, and it'll spit out the instructions. That's really cool. I didn't even know something like that existed. Yeah. Uh, when I looked on YouTube for how to do uh, book folds, there's most people will like draw the logo on the side of the book, uh, kind of squashed. And so the, the website that I found basically does the same thing, but um, just does it digitally and then transmits the, the image that's made of stripes into measurements. Do you put that paper on your book on the book itself or do you trace it like how does that work yeah you would you would trace it if uh you were doing it the uh the way without the website uh the way i do it uh the website spits out a page number and then two measurements the top and the bottom and so then what i'll do is i'll go to that page measure out two centimeters from the top five centimeters from the bottom or two centimeters from the top five centimeters from the top or whatever it is yeah and i then make a mark there fold the book page in to that uh, measurement and uh, flip it over to the next one and the next one will be a slightly different measurement and then so uh, you're you're folding or are you cutting I'm folding I'm folding the book pages I think that works better than cutting because when you fold the pages in then that uh, thickens near the middle of the book and causes it to spread out better okay so then that's how you get that really really pronounced you can see your design exactly okay so I wasn't sure if it was you're cutting it or not. Okay. Yeah. Everyone asks me that every uh, convention. Yeah. So it's folds and that, that makes sense because you know, if you look at pictures of Marcus's work, the books are, yeah, like thick, right? Like the, yeah, the, the, the thicker or the more pages that are in the book, the more it's going to spread out. So like a smaller book of about 300 pages is my minimum. Okay. And, uh, that'll spread out barely like two or three inches. Okay. But then a larger book, like 700 pages, like my Superman one, will spread out like a good 10 inches. How long does this take usually? I timed myself once to figure out uh, what I should price my books at, and I can do about 100 pages an hour. Holy smokes. Uh, okay, that's well, a lot. That's that's 100 double-sided, so that's about like one page a minute. Wow. So uh, a 300-page book would be about three hours if I was working straight, but I usually don't. I usually spread it out over a couple days, so it takes between about... Two to two days to a week. Two days to a week. And when you say like you'll sit down for three hours, is that including writing out your measurements and folding, or do you usually do the measurements? I first? I do it at the same time. Uh, I find 
uh, it makes more sense for me. Uh, so I've got the, the, the page of the instructions and I'll just go to a page and I'll measure out this from the top, this from the bottom, fold it in, flip to the next one, next instruction. Okay. But and I've also tried, you know, doing about 10 pages of instructions at a time and then folding or I haven't actually tried measuring out an entire book and then folding yet. But, but I mean, whatever works for you, yeah. right? So if your, your book that was like 700 pages, that would take you seven hours. Or in theory, yeah. Like in theory. I mean, not that you'd sit down for seven no. hours, but so like when you're preparing for a market or fan quest um, or wherever you're going, how long ahead do you have to prep for something like that? For craft sales and stuff like that, I, uh, I typically just take what I have in stock already to the thing and then already have an instructions made and then just make my uh, book fold while I'm sitting there with nothing to do so oh. that I'm also making one while uh, there's other ones on display. Okay, that's really cool. How do you choose what kinds of logos and designs you're doing? Just basically, I know you said you had, you did started with Superhero, yes. but you've branched out a bit. So what kind of, what kind of themes do you have? All right, well, when I started off uh, with the Superman logo and then I went on to a Batman logo, and following that, I decided that I wanted to try to go through the whole alphabet of superhero logos. So oh, cool. I started off with um, Avengers and Aquaman. Then I had the Batman already. Then I went Cyborg, Daredevil, Elektra, Flash. And then I just went through the alphabet of superhero logos. And halfway through that, I discovered uh, that FanQuest had a, um, an, a, an opportunity to have a table there. And so I decided that would be a great place to sell these. Uh, and then after doing that first fan quest, I started branching off into a couple other business type logos and different designs. And then a year after that was uh, when my wedding was and I we decided that we wanted uh, book folds for the centerpieces. Oh, that's so cool. And so instead of just superhero logos, we wanted more relevant things to us. So I made a cat and a... Uh, a couple logos from different places that we've gone to school or gone to church, like a Scrabble tile. Oh, that's that's really awesome. So how many different ones did you do for your wedding? Like how many tables did you guys have? I believe we had at least 15. Wow. So that's a lot of prep for you, but I'm sure it looked super cool. Yeah. We had uh, yeah the book folds at the center of the table with the teacup and a couple of origami flowers around it. Oh, very cool. I love that. Do you just make the stuff at home? Like, do you have a space for your your work or? Yeah, I typically do it at home. Uh, I haven't made one in a while because uh, we we're living in a pretty small apartment, so I don't have much room. Where would you store this stuff? My parents uh, managed to get a hold of a couple of uh, really tall bookshelves. And so I've kept about, uh, let's see, that'd be about 18 on each. 18 on each. I think they're each six... Um, six levels high and they each hold about each shelf holds about three books wow because they're pretty like you said they're pretty thick so yeah you got to have the space to store them absolutely well at least to display them if I was not displaying them then I could kind of stagger them back and forth so oh, that you right. wouldn't be able to see them all but you'd fit more on a shelf right it makes sense so you started out with kind of when FanQuest uh, had that call out is what you said right yeah so what's it been like running your, a business like since then, you know, how, how's it been? Do you get custom orders and stuff like that? How did you figure out your pricing? I'm curious. Yeah, with my pricing, I wanted to, 
that's why I was timing out uh, how long it took so I could figure out about maybe $10 an hour and then price the book based on how many pages it is. Right. Uh, so that's how I started off. So a 300-page book is $30, a 500-page book is $50. And then that's how I did it the first year. And then the second year, I did the same price, but with a buy one, get one free because oh, I wanted okay. to sell more and I wanted to get rid of my stock because it's taking up a lot of room. Yeah. So it's still the same price. And then uh, you just get another one uh, of equal or lesser page number. Do you take custom orders too? Like if someone inquired about like a specific, I don't know, TV show logo or whatever that they wanted, have you ever done anything like that? I actually prefer to do uh, uh, custom orders because then I don't have to guess what people want to buy. Right. I, otherwise I just get a whole bunch of stuff that no one's going to buy. So um, the first the first uh, year of FanQuest, I think I got two or three custom orders. Uh, I had one customer that actually ordered th three, I think. Uh, so making custom orders is fun because then I... I get to like ask exactly what colors, what uh, which logo specifically, kind of thing. And so, color as in like the book color. Yeah, the book color. What I do is I uh, I find a book uh, that's the right color and the right. Uh, it it has to be a hardcover. It has to be the right number of pages, the right height, all that. And then once I'm finished making the book fold, then I put tape along the top or bottom, uh, and the tape is also a certain color, and then that holds the book open at the optimal angle. Okay, so that'd be over the top of the pages. Uh, I or... go over the yeah the top and bottom of uh, the book when it's standing. Okay. Uh, when I've looked online for how other people do it, they typically put a string around uh, the top and bottom, just around. To keep it standing. Yeah. Okay, but uh but you go out and search for specific colors of books. Like, where do you usually look? Uh, back when I lived in Steinbeck, it was pretty easy. There was a thrift shop there that sells books for about a dollar. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I got to be pretty picky there. They had a really huge selection. I haven't found a place in Winnipeg yet uh, that has quite a good, as good a deal. You just look at thrift shops and stuff, yeah. kind of? And I just find books that uh, that people have like not needed, that they're donating away and trying to make something cool looking out of him. Yeah, definitely. Do you factor that into your pricing too? Like what you pay for the book? Yeah. If I had to buy a book that's more expensive, then I guess that would have to go into the price. But uh, as so far, the the books have all been pretty cheap. So I've been able to keep the price. That's awesome. Same. Do you ever, I guess you find books that are like old, like older pages and stuff, or is it not so much like that? Uh, older pages aren't necessarily the best. Uh, if they're kind of like wavy from water damage or whatever. Um, I like uh, pages that are like perfectly lined up. There's a couple types of books that have kind of a different length of pages. Oh. It kind of goes back and forth and that's not the best. There was one uh, custom order I did uh, that a woman wanted a map of the world made out of an atlas. So I had to find an atlas that was the right number of pages and the right height that would work for that. And how long did that take? Uh, it, it wasn't that long of an atlas, so it was just about the same as any other book fold. I think about 400 pages. Okay. That's really neat, though. But was it like a tall, tall book? It was like... a taller book than usual, yeah. Awesome. How can people contact you then? Just through your Facebook account, or do you have a website that they can order through? Or All I've got right now is my Facebook page, uh, Super Book Folds, which is at Marcus Book Folds. Uh, and then they can contact me through there for a custom order. Uh, I'm also going to be at a 
craft show called Mother of All Dragons. Uh, it's at Sturgeon Heights Community Center on April 27th. Okay, so that's coming up this month. Yeah, and then I'm also going to be at FanQuest, which is June, I think, 23rd and 24th. Okay, so when you go to these places, um, do you have like a setup that you usually do? or Because you have to bring stuff for a table yourself, right? Uh, the table is already there at FanQuest. Um, so what I bring is I bring a whole bunch of boxes uh, with the book folds in them, and then I bring two turntables. Oh, that's a neat idea. And so I put the book folds because they're triangles. So I can put about six, about a hexagon, and then I put a, a little cardboard circle on top of that, and then I make kind of a pillar on top of the turntable. Great. So then it probably saves you a bit of space because you have so many. Yeah, it definitely saves space on display. So I'm curious, was it kind of hard to make a name for yourself when you were starting out? Like, you know, getting your name out there and, you know, kind of jumping in? Uh, at the beginning, I wasn't too concerned about uh, making a name for myself. I was, I was, as far as I knew, the only one doing this kind of thing. So I, I knew that there was going to be any com- competition or anything. And I, I got a, my own, like, title. Like, like, I looked up Super Book Folds and nothing else online comes in that area so I was able to get that pretty easily so what's the experience been like um like going to markets now um you know it's is it do you get to talk to a lot of people and do people ask about how you make your your books yeah I uh, get a lot of questions about uh whether I fold them or cut them and uh how I got started and uh usually people uh lean one way or the other they're either oh that looks really cool or oh no why would you do that to a book oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, it's. I think it's definitely a novel thing. And like you said, I've never, I don't think there's really anyone else in Winnipeg that I know of that yeah, does this Yeah, not that I've seen. Uh, I've seen the people doing it, uh, I've only seen online or in BC. How can people get started if they want to give it a try? What would your advice be if someone wanted to attempt to make something like this? I'm trying to remember what the name of the website is. I've just got it saved as a quick link in my laptop. I think it's... Bookfold instructions, make your own, something like that. Um, you just need a, a silhouette of a logo. Or um, what I've seen online is mostly people make kind of cursive words Okay. for a bookfold. And then, so you put that into the image, and then you put your number of pages in the height of the book. And then it'll spit out the instructions quite, uh, well, yeah, it's it's not not terribly complicated, I yeah. don't think. But people can like look online and stuff. Have you ever watched any YouTube videos on it too? Like, yeah, I've watched, uh, and the way they do it is they kind of have a a marker and they like draw out the length of the. Like, I guess you would have you'd put the book on its side, have a stretched out version of the picture, and then they just use that as the measurement. So they don't use a ruler at all. So they take uh, the book. Uh, you've got the pages uh, facing them. Okay. Draw out with a marker the logo that they're making, kind of stretched out. Okay. And using the, the amount of marker on each page and then fold in anything that's not in a marker. Okay. And so then the, the logo is all that ends up... Uh, Showing up. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it might be a bit more I think that tricky. way is a little more tricky, yeah. Because the way you have it makes sense, and it sounds like you have it, you've got your strategy down. (laughs) I think that's probably the way that they uh, started out making them uh, before the website existed, because it needed to have a way to do that before they could calculate how to 
make an algorithm yeah, to do it. Definitely. So my final question to you is basically like, what does DIY mean to you and why is doing this important to you? Uh, one of the things I like about DIY is that uh, you can take relatively cheap materials and uh, work them out into a pretty professional looking product. And I really like being able to uh, not have to spend a lot of money to make something look cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you enjoy it, which it seems like you totally do, then it's a great way to pass time. And then you have this amazing, unique, like truly unique. I've like I've never seen anything like what you've done. So thanks. Yeah, I think it's super cool. Do you have any goals for the future of like maybe trying a different type of style or anything? Um, I've recently really enjoyed uh, trying to do faces. Oh, so uh, I've started off with kind of simpler faces. I've got uh, I made Iron Man. Ultron and uh, Lego Batman and Toothless the Dragon and the Cheshire Cat. And I think they all turned out pretty good. Were they long? Like, did they take longer, did you find? Not really. Uh, the, the tricky thing is just kind of figuring out which parts of a face should be sticking out and which parts are sticking in. Okay. Because uh, when, when you fold the book, uh, the way I do, I've got them folded at 45 degree angles. And so anything that's like a, a hole would be kind of a, at the bottom, it has a 45 degree angle in. And then so it's kind of like a, I guess, a triangle hole. Right, right. It would kind of look like. And so eyes not, don't necessarily look great if you do them uh, one way uh, over another way. Okay, that makes sense. But it's not like too too much more time consuming than your other ones. Not really. Uh, just maybe more time consuming in uh, if I have to edit the photo at all, the uh, silhouette before, okay. before making the, the uh, book fold. Have you done that before? Have you had to edit? Oh yeah, I've edited multiple times. Making the world map, there's a lot of detail on the silhouette that I had, so I had to simplify the world a little bit, get rid of Madagascar and uh, Japan <laughs> and stuff like that. And do you do that like a computer program? Like just I just use paint.net. Oh, awesome. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of steps to go into this, though. Yeah, especially that Cheshire Cat. That was a custom order. I had to, I think, compile three images. I had a just oh a really cartoonish-looking cat for the outline. And then I grabbed the eyes from uh, one and then the teeth from another. And I had to simplify the teeth after that. Yeah, because the Cheshire Cat's got lots of, like, He's got a lot dimension. of teeth. Yeah, a lot of teeth. Yeah. Wow, well, that's... That's really cool. Did you just kind of figure out how to edit these things yourself as you went along, or? As I've uh, been making book folds for a while, it's uh, it's I've I've kind of gotten a hang of uh, what things work and what don't. So long vertical lines don't usually work, and long vertical gaps don't work very well. Okay. But anything horizontal is pretty okay, and anything small vertically works. So like teeth that are pretty short work very well. Mouths that are horizontal work fine. Uh, the Iron Man, I really liked the way that the eyes and mouth turned out because they're both just long horizontal lines and it works out really well with the way that uh, I make book folds. Do you save your templates after? Uh, what I do is I send all of my instructions into a Dropbox and then I can access that through whatever device I'm using at the time. Great. That's handy. But uh, I've also, I think most of the time I delete my uh the silhouettes, but I don't think I've emptied the recycling bin so I can just recover them. Oh, okay, if, yeah, if you needed. Yeah. So Marcus was telling me um, before we 
recorded today that he actually tag teams shows or craft sales uh, with his wife, Alex. And I thought we'd bring her on here to talk a bit about what she does because they both are at FanQuest and other markets and it's really cool. So can you tell me a bit about what you do? Yeah, so I originally started with toques and I was making a lot of just kind of regular everyday kind of wares and then I started finding more and more patterns for really cool and unique items and especially when I heard about FanQuest I'm like now I can really go in and start making these toques so I've made toques with that look like Princess Leia wigs I have BB-8 toques and just a lot of fun things and we had a friend who's really into Star Wars and they had a baby so I made him a little Yoda toque and they loved it and so that's where it kind of started again was branching out of just everyday stuff to the fun stuff and that it's okay to wear that and then I just continued and I wanted to practice more skills so I started making stuffed animals and I really enjoy doing that process and I've just continued to gather and find more patterns and I'm making my own now and kind of working off of other ideas so I'm I just love making so many different things and I'm always willing to try and build new things. I've done bookmarks, I've done coffee sleeves, I do chapstick holders, which sound kind of funny, but they're great. But yeah, I love making so many different things for people. And just like Marcus, I want to make custom orders for people. I think that's the best. I want people to get what they want. So yeah, I just love being able to create things for people. And you guys get to do this together then when you go to these markets, you get some time together and it's something an interest that you share right yeah no we love being able to share our crafts with other people and also getting to meet other crafters and seeing what they make and for him he's unique and so no one's seen what but for me it's like I know there's other people like me but it's great to be able to see what they're doing and to kind of feed off of each other's work and it's a lot of fun to just explore and meet other crafters and yeah I love that just so our listeners here can look at uh, look at your work, where can they find you? So I am on Facebook. That's the main page. It is Lavender Yarning. So that's L-A-V-E-N-D-E-E-R-S and then Yarnings. And I went with that because I just make such a variety of things that I didn't want to just say like wearables or toques. I'm like, I want to make everything. I love it. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you both today. Thank you for being here, Marcus and Alex. It's been it's been great. My pleasure. You can check out Marcus's work on Facebook at Super Book Folds and Alex's work at Lavender Yarnings. And you can also read Marcus's profile on our website, DIYpodcast.com, to learn more about him. While you're on Facebook checking out their work, you can also follow at d.i.ypodcast for updates on our crafters and new episodes as they're released. We're also on Facebook and Pinterest, so check us out there too. And that concludes our first season of DIY The Crafting Podcast. Thanks for coming along for the ride and listening to all the amazing makers I've had the honor of interviewing. Once again, I'm your host, Sydney Small. Thanks for listening to the DIY Podcast. We'll see you next time.